guys, welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work, starring a sociopath, a narcissist, and then there's me. <laughs> oh my god, that joke wasn't funny last week, and it's still not Wait, funny. Wait, last this week you told me you loved it. We just the like, sociopath in me was lying. Okay, see, so she's a sociopath and a narcissist. And I'm just here for the ride. Happy February. Happy February. Time flies when you're not drinking. Yes. Just kidding. If you say that you successfully completed dry January, you're a liar. And I will have a lie detector sent to your home to prove that you're a liar. Because no one does dry January. You know who does dry January? Losers. Or people that are like sober. Or people that are sober, which in that case, I respect you. But if you're not a sober dober, you're a loser. This has been great. I think I think we accomplished a lot. You want to know what today is also, other than oh. February 2nd, 2022? It's 22222. Oh. Um, it's also Groundhog's Day. Okay. And that little bitch saw its shadow. Do you know what that means? Um, doesn't it mean if he sees his shadow, then there's six more weeks of winter? Correct. What a little rat. shit. What a rat. What a rat. rat. You're what not a, a groundhog, you're a rat. <laughs> you're not a groundhog, you're a rat. Absolutely. <laughs> However, I will say though, despite that little bitch seeing its shadow, the sun set today at 5 p.m. for the first time all winter. So we can only go up from here. Yeah, things can't get much worse. It's only going to get lighter and lighter. I'm pretty sure, what is that called? Day, daylight savings is like in a month. I am currently wrestling with my seasonal depression. <laughs> Aren't we all? I need some professional help. Well, thankfully, we're going to Miami soon and we'll get that vitamin D. But we hope you guys all survived the blizzard that was um, sweeping through um, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Massachusetts. where else? Where Rhode I, Island. Wherever you're around. This bit. <laughs> um, I was in... Where was I? I was in Vermont. I Stowe. forgot where Stowe was. Stowe, Vermont. Which didn't get any snow while I was there. You didn't get any snow? Nope. The there was snow on the ground when we arrived, but the weekend it didn't snow. However, Sunday when we left... Snow. I was terrified to come home. I was like, oh God, everyone's saying that we got two feet of snow. I really am hoping that they're exaggerating. They were not exaggerating. And by the grace of God, we get back to Mr. Man's house where my car was my car was obviously buried, but we were nervous that we weren't going to have a place to park his car because, you know, people are psycho. They do the spot savers. You right. Know, you're allowed they put to do like that. a traffic cone, like in yeah. like, the parking spot or like a thong. We, <laughs> Ew. I've seen it. <laughs> we got front row parking right outside of his house. There was no spot wow, saver. Wow. The I VIP like, treatment. Wow. Nana's looking down, watching my back. She got me. She saved us that spot. We just slid right in. He didn't even have to shovel to get into the spot. He just drove right over the snow it is was he amazing. good at parallel parking um no um, he refuses to look in um the what's it called the backup camera he does that that sexy thing that guys do when they put their arm over the seat and they look back oh my god you think that's sexy i do i've never noticed it but next time wait can, really quick can yeah. I do, wait no you finish your story no that's it i have a kind of a funny story about parallel parking in the city oh god okay so a few years ago, like when I lived in Dorchester, I was like young and naive and I was like, you know, not super. You still are young I, and naive. But I knew on. how to, par no, I'm a jaded bitch now. <laughs> um, oh. I, like I had parallel parked before, mm -hmm. but I wasn't very like comfortable with it yet. So I'm talking to Michael and he he's like giving me advice about parallel parking. And he's like, yeah, he's like the, the best way to really know that you're like, you can't go any, cause you, you cut your wheel, you go in. He's like, the best way to know you can't really go any further is you have to like tap, like you tap it behind you. Tap what? Like the curb. Like he was saying, like you tap the curb, like with your wheel. I feel like that makes your tire pop. No, no, no. Like you're not like popping your tire, just going like tapping it so that it's there. And then you go up and that's how you know that like you can back into the spot and that's how you know you went as far, far as you could. So I misunderstood him. <laughs> And I thought he meant you tap the car behind you. <laughs> and then we like, no. so for the next few weeks, I was like, this is great advice. So I'm like backing into parking spots, <laughs> like hitting the car behind me, <laughs> like tapping it. Like it wasn't doing damage. It was just like tapping. I love tap. It was a love tap. I do it all the time. Right. 
I, unintentionally probably. <laughs> intentionally. You, intentionally. Okay. Well, I guess that's an issue too. So like for the next few weeks, I'm like tapping all these cars and shit. Like I'm like literally like backing up, hit the car behind me. And I'm like, all right, perfect. That's how I know. Why that are I, you admitting to me? That's how I go know on. that like I can't go. This is all alleged. But like, I'm like, this is how I know I can't go any further. And then whatever. So I was like talking to Michael. I was like, that was the best advice you've ever given me. Like every time I parallel park now, I just like tap the car behind me. And he was like, wait, what are you talking about? He's like, I was talking about the curve. And I was like, Oh, I thought you meant the car. He's like, so you've been just like hit and run, like hit and running. Also, people. Shannon drives a Jeep, a chunky Jeep. So like that shit's probably not easy to park, I feel, because it's so big. Yeah. And I was definitely like moving like the car back, like the car behind me, like the little like <laughs> suburb, like sedan. I was probably like pushing it backwards to make more room. Oh God. Dorchester though, you know, you got to kind of, you kind of, you got to kind of act like that in Dorchester. Yeah. Tap you or on the road. <laughs> tap or be tap. True. Um, well, yeah. How did how are you? I'm just gonna pretend I didn't hear that. Okay. Um, you survived the blizzard though. You did you get a lot of snow? And I you were at home. Y- no, I was with Michael at his New Michael. Hampshire house, and we like bought a bunch of food and cooked the whole time. Ate a bunch of carbs. I feel like he was like kind of like fattening me up like a cow before slaughter. Like that was like <laughs> kind of the vibe. Like he was like, let's make soup and let's make lasagna and let's make pancakes. Ooh, so I was, like, wait, what kind of soup? Unwell. It was like potato, vegetable. Like he he bought like eight potatoes and put them all in the soup. Is really, it just potato soup? I don't know. <laughs> there was broth involved. Okay. I'm not much of like a sous chef. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. And we literally did nothing. It was so nice. Good. I'm glad. I freaking went skiing with um, Mr. Man and his family, their little annual ski family trip. Super cute. Super fun. 10 out of 10 recommend Stowe. However, I don't recommend group ski lessons. So I've done private ski lessons and I learned a lot. I really think I got my money's worth. But when you're in a group ski lesson, have you ever done one or did you just learn at a young age? No, I learned skiing by going catapulting down the mountain when I was two years old in Europe with my dad yelling at me to bend my legs. Okay, (laughs) that explains a lot. Um, Well, in a group ski lesson, I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't think that we were going to be playing follow the leader the oh. entire time so are you with little kids no thank god <laughs> so basically like you sign up for a group lesson and there was like waiting for like it to start there's probably like 50 people waiting and i was like mm, how is this gonna work and so basically they walk up to you and they ask you your ability and they put you into a a group. So there, there was probably like eight to 10 different groups. It was like intro to turns or basic or whatever. I got put into intro to parallel skiing because I already know how to ski. I just need more help controlling myself. But so I was in a group that was with eight girls and then we ended up splitting up into groups of four. So it was one instructor with four girls, one instructor with four girls. But the whole time I was like, what am I paying for? It was negative four degrees, mind you. I almost cried and quit in the middle of it because I was so cold. Oh my god! It was it was not fun. But I'm going back again. So you're going back this for weekend. more. <laughs> yeah. So my family got an Airbnb um, up at Stowe. So we're going two weekends. In you a guys row. are turning into the Von Trapps. Very cute. I know. Super stylish. I, I love that. But. Um, I don't recommend them. It was it was not fun. Skiing in the in negative degree weather is also not just fun. like not the vibe. It's I know I'm like it. a spring skiing like I'm more of an opera like girl if we're being honest. Yeah. But yeah, fun. Um, okay, so we need to address the fact before we dive into updates. We're no longer uploading our episodes to YouTube anymore. So the only way to look at our beautiful faces is on Instagram or TikTok. You can follow us at drinks after work underscore on Instagram or at drinks after work no underscore on TikTok. We have really I'm impressed with us. Like we have been putting Posting. out TikToks. Like, like they're not all winners. They're not. <laughs> they're not. You're not wrong. And and it's always the ones that you don't think are gonna do well that do yeah. well. Can someone let us know is this normal behavior because I feel like sometimes we'll put a TikTok out and we're like oh my gosh this is the moment like I can't wait we're gonna be like approached with so many opportunities because of this TikTok <laughs> we're gonna blow up sponsorships like I can't wait and then it'll get like a hundred views and then I feel like random shit will get like 20,000 views I don't understand it there's like an algorithm or something I don't freaking know but whatever we're just gonna keep posting so make sure you follow us on our social medias 
um, so that you can keep up with our faces. We will be posting like little clips from the episodes up on YouTube. So if you are really deprived from our beautiful faces, you can <laughs> if you're go like there. really into it, then yeah. you can go there. But other than that, the fall episodes will be audio only on Apple. Spotify, iHeartRadio, so make sure you guys subscribe, subscribe, turn on post notifications, all that jazz. All that jazz. Okay, so you told me that you watched a TV show for the first time in like a year. <gasps> I did. Oh That's my exciting god. exciting for you. Okay, yes. So, Archive 81. I have you heard of it? No. Peter, have you? If it's about real I'm shit. Not, you have no. not? Okay. So, this show, it, it's only eight episodes and they're like 45 minutes to an hour long each. And I think I've talked about this before. Like, I do not watch TV unless it's fucked up. Like, I need suspense, thriller, like mystery, fucked up shit to keep my attention. Like, Ted okay. Lasso's just not cutting it. Like, oh. I, the happy, good vibes that. I'll watch one episode and I'll never watch another episode again. Interesting. And so I don't know what I thought that this show was about, but it turned out to be everything that I could ever want and more. Okay. Well, I'm so happy for you. And I'm also the polar opposite. I know. Like you I really are. Opposite. I get like so stressed after work. I just want to put on like Emily in Paris and not think about anything, you know? Emily in Paris is cute. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's nothing like a good cult. Okay. That's yeah, what this show totally. is about. There's nothing it's like about, a good cult. It's about a cult that believes that there's like another world and that like they have to perform this fucked up ritual to like get into that other world. Okay. It's it's amazing. It's electric. Right. Totally. It's, if you like those culty other world dimension type vibes, if you're like go super into it. like other worlds and like think are thinking of joining a cult, then it's totally for you. It really made me want to start. First you become a, cult. a part of it, then it becomes a part of you. It made you want to start a cult. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like is a that why you, cult. is that why you created the Facebook group? It, maybe. Maybe I was foreshadowing. <laughs> I kind of like that for you Thanks. you do have like a kind of like a weird like leader, crazy cult leader, leader cult leader vibe well, I was i've always kind of felt that way that's true day. you were mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right drunk deets drunk deets okay so everyone and their mom Ugh. is obsessed with tom brady retiring right now i like don't even want to deal with it anymore like i feel like i just keep seeing this and i'm fatigued i'm fatigued like i get it's a deep but like it's deep. i'm fatigued so if you live under a rock, Tom Brady paid for the Patriots for like 20 years or whatever. And then he went over to the Florida Buccaneers. Is that yeah, right? The, the Florida Jaguars. The Florida <laughs> Buccaneers for the past two years, two seasons. And, you know, homeboy's like 44 years old. It was time like... He's getting washed up. He didn't win. He's not going to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but he literally won the Super Bowl last year. So I feel like you can't really say he was washed up. <laughs> but anyways, whatever. He, I mean, I, I don't know. He made $450 million in his career. So according to Sport Track, Brady made $293 million with his playing contracts in his 22 year career. And in addition to that, Forbes estimates that Tom added more than 160 million with his endeavors off of the field. So that's like his okay. fashion line, endorsements, podcasts, all that good stuff. Imagine having $450 million. And think about how much money Giselle has too. Oh, like yeah. at one point she was making way more money than him. Was isn't she like the highest paid model? Yeah, in she the world. was like probably not anymore. I think Kendall she's Jenner washed up. No, <laughs> people are gonna come for me for that. <laughs> um, but I thought this was really interesting. I saw on TikTok. I know, I know. Bear with me though. So this girl, glamour. I don't know her name, but it's at glamour, G L A M O U R. L Y S her TikTok has over 2 million views. She basically posted a clip of an interview of Tom Brady, basically calling Giselle like a witch, like literally has like spiritual powers and was able to predict if like, like prior to his season starting, she would like tell him like, okay, you need to do this, this and that, and you'll win. And she could predict whether or not like they were going to have a good year or not. And like he I, knew going into the season if he was getting a Super Bowl or not. Interesting. Well, I have heard that Giselle's a witch before. It's not the first time. Oh, I've really? Heard. Yeah, I've heard this before. And I buy it. Oh, my bad. 
I don't know. <laughs> is like, this I, whole news? I don't no, know. No, no, no. Like, I don't think it's like a known thing, but I've heard it. Like, I've definitely yeah. heard it like through the through the grapevine, you know, like Well, so around. she's Brazilian. And what people in the comments are saying is that Brazilian people tend to be very spiritual okay. and like tap into that whole world. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. But, you know, she, she, I don't think she was ever wrong. According to Tom, if you go listen to the interview, she like posted like two or three parts of the interview. I just TikTok. like don't really know about the whole Tom Brady thing. Like I used to like him. I feel like he's like a little like I just didn't like that he never once like in that whole post that he had, it was like four pages. Mm-hmm. The whole time he's like thinking the Bucks, thinking the Bucks fans, like all this shit his wife, his kids. But like he never said anything about the Patriots. Like he doesn't think the Patriots fans. It's like these poor men out here which i rarely have sympathy for the men of boston but like they have like t- like they have like tb12 tattoos like branded on their body they like gung-ho like took the day of work off to go to the patriots parade like they love him like I he know. is everything to them and he doesn't even take the time to like maybe he said something like small in there about them but he doesn't take the time to properly be like I have this fan base that literally has like ride truly or ride or die. Like truly like they, if the Patriots, if the Super Bowl was in freaking Texas, they're all flying down there for it. Like spending their whole life. And it's like, he's savings. at the Bucks for two years when he'd already gone big. And everyone knew he's going to be big, but like he literally grew up at the Patriots. And I just thought that was really messed up. And that's all I have to say. I don't really care about anything else about him or anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not the only one that's losing their mind. Dave Portnoy had a pre- emergency press conference basically <laughs> bitching about Tom not thinking the Pats, but everyone in the comments is making like an argument that, you know, two years ago when he left the Pats for the Bucks that he thanked everyone then. And there's rumors that he's going to sign a one day contract to you retire, retire as a Patriot. A Patriot. Still waiting for that. I don't know if there's any. Well, maybe on he'll that. redeem himself. I just feel like as a public figure you owe so much to the fans. I read somewhere, oh, someone commented on one of our posts once. They were like, it's so interesting because like we're the reason like we're the reason these people are famous. Okay, maybe not Tom Brady because he played football, but like <laughs> the reason he was as famous as he was is because of his fans. Like you owe them everything. So to not give them a proper thank you, I thought that was messed up. So Tommy, hope that you're gonna be <laughs> trying to redeem yourself. Anyways, bad girl Riri is Prego. Yeah, she is with child. She's expecting her first child with ASAP Rocky. Did we already talk about this? No, we talked about them on Drunk Dudes a couple weeks ago when we found out that they were dating. No, I swear we talked about them being her being pregnant. Did we, Peter? Like, I swear. I think it was like a rumor. Because there was like rumors. And I feel like it was a rumor. And I feel like now it's confirmed. Mm, I don't remember. I feel like I heard about it like a month ago. Yeah. Really? But I think at the time, like people were speculating that she was. And I think she kind of like a little bit shut it down but then she was like oh. i don't know why they shut it down when you they might are. be right because then didn't i freak out that um she, she wasn't, wasn't gonna, gonna come be coming album. out with anywhere albums she's having a baby and then she already came out with like the whole like laundry line everything i'm losing my memory this is concerning. no no but I, it's weird because we were like i literally saw so much news about her being pregnant now and mm-hmm. i was like looking into it it's because a month ago, it was like pretty confirmed that she was pregnant, but she like shut down the rumors. Oh, after we talked about it, and then now she's like, "Oh yeah, I, I am." <laughs> well, she looks like she's about to pop. Did you see the photos? I she did. was wearing vintage Chanel. I know it was the cutest pink jacket ever. I want it, but she looks like she's gonna pop like within the next like two months. You think so? Do like, we know how far along she is? No, she. There's no due date anywhere online. I tried okay. looking. Okay, and they're both 33 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Cute. My mom had me when she was 33. I feel like 33 is a good age. It's a good age. Yeah. I saw, wait, that thing that we posted on our Instagram the other day, that girl that was like, when you realize that your plan of being married oh, by yeah. 25, having your first child at like 26 or whatever is yeah. like going down the drain. I was like, that's so true. Because when you're in high school, you're like, oh, I'll definitely have my first child at 26. And now I'm like, shit, I'm turning 27 in a few weeks. Like what? Yeah, you are. <laughs> Imagine scary. having a kid in six years. Like I feel like. 33 is still so young. I know. I'm like, maybe when I'm 43, I'll have a child and they'll have the technology for it to be safe. But Dude, after 35 is considered a geriatric pregnancy. That's so scary. I know. I'm going to need a surrogate. Like, how am I? I want to have like four I'm to five saying. children, but like, I don't have the time to do that. I also no. don't feel like having them now. So like, me neither. Math just isn't in my favor. We're in a rock and a hard spot. What is that? We're saying? in between a rock and a hard, hard spot. Place. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways. Oh God. Okay. Oh. It wouldn't be drunk to without mentioning one of the goddamn Kardashians. Ugh. Kim K is the new face of Balenciaga. What does that mean? I just like feel like every now and then brands just kind of want to throw shit out there. So they're like, oh, okay. Our, the new face of Balenciaga is Kim. But like, what does that mean? Just, I don't know. She like, like she's like their girl? representative. What yeah. does that mean? She's like their cover representative girl. of what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know neither. what she represents. Like, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. I guess Balenciaga. Oh, <laughs> uh, I feel like Kanye is probably kicking, screaming, crying, punching the air right now. Like he's like, what the? F- I made her into fashion, and now right? she's face. Like, and also he has like the Yeezys and like Balenciaga. Right. Like, like fashion like, is like really big into the shoes. It's his thing first. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this means if she's like, do you think she gets any input or is she just like modeling clothes and that's it? She's probably like, isn't Ari like the face of Chanel? What is Ari? What? What brand is Ariana Grande the face of? Okay. So, oh, Givenchy. Okay. Ooh. And she like did the whole whatever anyways oh ow but what does that mean what is like the do? face of it she's the face of it like she, how do you get to be a face did we vote did i miss the vote i like feel like a company will pick a celebrity that they feel like embodies their brand and what it represents so i feel like if chanel were to pick a face to their brand it would be audrey hepburn if she was still alive you know what i mean do you think that that was a classy or trashy pick um kim k, kim k. i feel like kim k is like kind of tried to clean up her act a little bit with the whole, you know, like going to law school and getting a little more serious. I feel like she is very smart. She's a good businesswoman. She was good on SNL. I like kind of respect her as a businesswoman, but I also think Balenciaga isn't trying to be like this. Like they're not Chanel. I don't know. I don't really, I don't know. I have no idea. It also just hit me when I was Googling this. Do you ever think about like, if someone were to take your phone, Mm Hmm. And look through my search and history. And look through your I'd search history. Fucked. Like, what would they think about you? Because, and I'm not even saying anything like inappropriate. Just like, if you look at mine first off, I have like one <gasps> million tabs open. Like Shannon. these are all currently open. But it's also me Googling stuff. Like, is it, you know, like Googling weird terms. You need to delete where, like, all those. Where, where can you watch One Tree Hill? Types of race cars. <laughs> Why? Okay. Like weird, like weird shit. I only have maximum like four tabs open on my phone at a time. And even that is too much for me. And like, I don't, I will immediately exit out when I'm done. Was Leo actually crazy in Shutter Island? Inside Aaron Rodgers' family feud. What are you doing? Perfect pumpkin pie recipe. Why are my legs itchy? Why am I like? <laughs> like, it's just me Googling or like you're on TikTok and everyone's using a term and you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> Wait, pumpkin pie season ended months ago. So is that how long those tabs have been open? <laughs> yes. But you know, another thing. Okay. So what if someone were to take your phone and look through your photos? Just look through all your photos. Oh God. Like, what I would they think? So many screenshots of people, what, like their right? story. <laughs> so I feel like if a girl were to be like, if someone were to be like, oh, if I go through your phone, what would I see? People were like, oh, like, what do you have on your phone? Anything inappropriate? But no, it's actually like screenshots of girls on Instagram. That, like I like their outfit or I like their nose or I like their hair. So like this, there might be like one girl, like a whole like area of my phone where there's like 15 pictures of one girl on my phone because I like go to her Instagram because I'm like, oh, that outfit's cute. So I screenshot it to look at later. And then I'm like on her Instagram. I'm like, oh wait, like I really like her makeup here. So I screenshot her face in a, in a different photo. So if someone were to go through, they'd see like a girl, like a, and not a celebrity, by the way. This like a could be any girl, like, like in Boston. a girl you work with, a girl that, girl you met that on like, the street. Like, yeah, like an a friend of a friend, and I have like thirty pictures of her on my phone. Like that is very, very <laughs> that disturbing. Is concerning. I have over twenty two thousand photos on my phone, and seven thousand are screenshots. Yeah, right. Like, look at this. That's like concerning. this girl. Like, I'm like, oh, I really like her hair. <laughs> I took like fifteen. Pictures. Is that off TikTok? <laughs> you freaking creep. No, it is creepy. And I thought about this the other day. Like, if someone were to go through it, like, if someone were to go through my phone, they'd probably find pictures of themselves on my phone. I wonder how many people have me on their phone. Doesn't it make you wonder? I was going through like my phone the other day, and or I was like showing someone like a group chat. I was showing my director at work or my VP at work 
like pictures that we sent around in our group chat, like the girls, it's like just being funny. I scrolled by and there was like three pictures of him <gasps> of me like making fun of him. <laughs> and he was like, is that me? I was like, no, like what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, so bad. I digress. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for drunk deeds. Not too much going on this week. Not too much in going the pop on. culture world. I'm like fine with it. I feel like everyone's just been posting about Tom Brady and I'm just like over it. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of Instagram, I'm scrolling through the other night, minding my business as I tend to do. You're never minding your business. Right. (laughs) Notice how Instagram is all ads these days. Yeah. They're such a smart company. So I never see anyone I know on Instagram anymore. Like I never see someone post a picture like that. I know I'm only looking at influencers and ads. So I'm literally going on Instagram to look at commercials all day. Like if you think about it. Yeah. Well, I feel like you scroll, you'll see three people that you know, and then it's ad, ad, And influencers, which are also ads because they're like advertising shit. So we're literally using a platform and spending hours on it where we're willingly watching commercials. Basically, it's so smart. You know, I've never thought of it like that. And like you're essentially consenting to it when you download the app. Yes. And we're like doing it on purpose. Like when we used to just watch TV and before phones were a thing, people would, you know, turn down the volume during the commercials, they'd leave the room. We're willingly scrolling through commercials for hours and like wanting to look at products and shit. It's like really messed up. Well, it works cuz I have bought a few things off of Instagram before. I have too. And when they make it so easy for you and you have the Apple Pay and you can just double click and you don't even know what you bought, it happens Dude, so fast. Dude, I didn't get Apple Pay until a couple months ago. Really? Didn't wild? it change your life yeah. though? Because now it's I almost it, too though. easy. Something will show up at my house. I'm like, I do not remember I know. consenting to this purchase, but I guess I did. I will say that when I'm, you know, at Whole Foods checking out, it's so much more convenient just to whip out my phone and doop. Yeah, it taps and it's like payment complete. Yeah. But um, no, so I'm scrolling through and I see an ad for this app. I can't remember the name of the app because I was like so disturbed by it that I kept scrolling. But basically it was an app and it was like a little, you know, advertisement for it. Some girl talking in a video. And she's like, when I found, you know, out that an app could actually help me reverse the aging process, I was all in. And she was like, I'm so happy I joined, blah, blah. And it was basically an app that... It's supposed to give you, from what I could see in like the two seconds that I watched the video, um, like tips on how much sleep you should be getting, how much water you should be drinking, food, diet, like whatever. And I remember just like, at first I just was mindlessly like, oh yeah, just another ad about like fashion, beauty, whatever. Mm -hmm. It hit me. They literally flat out said, reverse the aging process like they they had the audacity to say this app can reverse the aging process it sounds like a qvc commercial that like you know you fall asleep and you wake up at 2 a.m and you're like how did i get on qvc channel and why are they trying to (laughs) sell me an anti-aging cream that's 60 dollars that only old people buy yeah no you're so right i love the (laughs) qvc it's always at like 5 a.m when you're like oh shit and like you and your friends had a sleepover and there's cheetos everywhere um But But you can't reverse aging. So that's that's false advertising. So I was just so, I mean, obviously I'm sure people are listening and they're like, okay, big deal, Shannon. There's like a million products out there that are supposed to help with aging. But just the fact, I think the fact that they said reverse, like as if I can have this app and it can give me tips on how to work out and eat, drink water and that my like wrinkles will go backwards and I will be like Benjamin Button and in 10 years I will be 15. Yeah. Well, I think the word reverse is poor word choice because you, you can like slow down and prevent aging. Like obviously, you know, drink water, wear sunscreen. Obviously that's going to prevent wrinkles. But once the damage is done, like you can't just like zap away wrinkles. Like, yeah, you can get Botox, but it's only going to like put a bandaid over something. Right, exactly. So I had two issues with the app. Like the first one was you can't reverse the aging process. We age because we're getting older and like that's what that's what happens. Right. Um, and obviously, like you said, you can get Botox or you can do whatever to like slow it down, but you can't reverse it. But the second thing that really bothers me is, I mean, I feel like we see it every day, but it wasn't just this app. It's everything out there. The whole beauty industry right now is making us so terrified of getting older. And it's not just like, yeah, Shannon, of course, like they're trying to sell products and stuff. But I feel like especially for women, the way things are targeted, it's always about like, look younger, like, look, look younger, look younger, like reverse wrinkles, get rid of fine lines. And it's like making us so terrified to write wrinkles as if when that happens, we will now become undesirable and ugly and like no one will want us. And I just think that's so 
disgusting and toxic. And then it's the same brands that have the audacity to be like, love yourself, self-love, blah, 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 like self-care. Like mm -hmm. I'm having like a little like self-care night, but it's like, you're also the ones telling us that we should hate ourselves once we start getting older and getting it, wrinkles. They're telling us without actually telling us that yes. you should hate yourselves. Like it's like a passive aggressive, low key, like stab you in the back. Like if you don't buy this product, you're ugly and your husband's gonna cheat on you and leave you. Exactly. And they're like, oh, self-care, like care for yourself. But they're basically like, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have self-care nights and you're not all about self-love and self-care, then you should hate yourself because then you're gonna get wrinkles if you don't use our products. Right. It's like so manipulative. It's Well, the problem is, is that it's a billion dollar industry and it's all targeted towards women who are suckers to, you know, because of what society has done to us. Like we'll buy anything. We'll try anything. Right. Like if, if this is claiming to do X, Y, and Z, like, okay, like I believe it, I'm going to try it. And then we get disappointed when it, you know, it doesn't work or, you know, it's not really anything that you can see instant gratification. Like it's something where, you know, down the line, if you know, you wear your sunscreen, you're going to find that, you know, when you're 40, your skin might not look like your friend who was in the tanning beds for right. the past 20 years. But you know, men wash their face with a bar of soap and they don't have a 12 step skincare routine and they will look the same, if not better when they're 40. It's just like so insane to me because obviously we all like you go into Sephora and everything you see, it's tightening, pore minimizing, fine line reducing, like reverses aging. Every single thing is making you so terrified of getting older. But then if you're a man, as long as you have a decent job and like aren't completely, you know, unfortunate looking, if you're 40 or 50, like you can still be hot. Right. If you're 60, you can be hot. You can date a 20 year old if you're 50 years old. You can date a 20 year old if you're 60 years oh, old. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right, but then if you're a girl doing that shit, oh, you're a cougar. Right. Like that's unacceptable and like that's risque. And I just feel like, I don't, I don't know. Like I was, standard. I was literally watching this TikTok the other day and this girl was saying, she was like, we as a society, like accept men, like older men dating younger girls. We're like, oh yeah, it's so normal. Like that's totally fine. She was like, why are we accepting that? Like, that's weird. Why does everyone have this obsession with like being 20 or being 21? It's almost like if you're older than 24, like no, no longer desirable. You have to be within this like peak age, but like, Think about yourself when you were 20 years old. You were so, like, not nothing against. I mean, there's very mature 20 year olds, but I was very naive. I didn't know a lot. I still don't know a lot. I had no wisdom. I had the body of a 12 year old, I which is not cute. <laughs> I was like, just didn't know anything about how the world worked. I hadn't made a lot of mistakes yet. I hadn't gotten a real job yet. I didn't know anything. And like, the fact that we're telling girls, oh, you should desire to be that forever, that's weird. So you want a bunch of people that don't understand anything, they don't they don't like have any common sense. They haven't suffered and been through things and learned and grown as a person. If anything, we should be excited to be in our thirties and forties when we can, you know, see through the bullshit and develop and mature and grow. Like that should be a good thing. And I feel like for men, it is like, oh, like that guy, like he's in his forties and he has such a good job and he just has so much wisdom and it's so attractive. But for a woman, that's not attractive. And I don't understand why. Do you think that these men, these like 40, 50 year old men who are dating, you know, well, let's say Scott Disick, for instance, he's a great example of this. I don't know exactly. He's probably in his forties, right? In his forties. And he always and dates 19 year olds. Yeah. He dates literally children, which is concerning. But do you think that, well, I feel like I'm going to answer my own question because he dated someone in their forties, but let's say it's not Scott Disick, just another 40 year old who's dating a 20 year old. Do you think that they are straight up not attractive to older women? Or do you think it's more of like a, like a kink of them wanting to fulfill like a, like a father figure? Yeah. I don't, or both like, like having something to take care of, having someone to take care of almost. Yeah. Like that's younger than, I mean, like, is it all aesthetics or is it, I don't, I don't know. Cause I feel like it's not all aesthetics. Like there has to be something else going on. Like if a guy's in his forties and he's only dating girls that are 19 or 20, like there has to be something more to it than just, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a psychologist. So obviously anything I say is not fact, but what my mind goes to is, you know, a 20 year old girl, like she probably doesn't really know what is right in a relationship. She probably doesn't know what's wrong yet. Like maybe she's had a boyfriend or two, but she probably still has a lot to learn maybe doesn't know like when a relationship is toxic, doesn't know when it's healthy. Like I didn't know when I was 19 right. what a toxic relationship looked like. You know, I feel like a lot of us don't know until we get out of one. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're 
a man who's in his 40s or 50s and you're dating girls that are 19, my mind, at least initially, goes to like, okay, well, do you want a girl that you feel like you can maybe easily, I don't want to say control, but like that doesn't really know what she should be expecting out of a man. And you're kind of maybe taking Taking, advantage of that. I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. Not a psychologist. Don't come for me. <laughs> um, I think back to the whole, you know, aging thing. I do think that society has made aging frowned upon when it shouldn't be. I feel like we need to get Tracy from 30 Flirty, 30 Flirty Surviving on the podcast yeah. because she's a prime example of like, you know, your life doesn't end when you turn 30 right. and that it's actually some of your best years. And like, we shouldn't dread getting older. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I... <clears throat> saw that I have a couple gray hairs in my head for the first time like ever like recently like within this past year I started getting a couple and I was like oh my god but then I was like wait why do I care right like, like why is it a bad it's thing? not a big deal like everyone's gonna you know their hair is gonna change different colors it's just a matter of life all these people that are glamorizing being younger they're gonna themselves grow up too at one point we were the 19 20 year olds or like the brand new 21 year old at the bar for the first time like everyone has that and then everyone like there's not one person that's like oh i'm immune i stay 21 like we all go through it and i was at a so i was at this workout class the other day and i, I went to like a different one that i normally go to um it was like a hit class by like this like college by unh actually mm-hmm. And there was a bunch of college girls like working out with me. And I remember like there was a part of me that felt kind of weird. I was like, oh my God, I'm 26. And all these girls are probably like 19, 20, 21. Maybe a few of them were 22. And I felt like out of place. And I was like, I hope they don't notice I'm like older than them. And I felt like kind of awkward. But then I thought about it and I was like, why? Like they themselves are going to be 26 one day. They're going to be 30. They're going to be 35. Just like we all are. Like we're like we all like grow up and that's fine. They probably look up to you like, oh my God, that girl can rent a car. She's over 25. <laughs> I just like think about, um, and I don't even know how entirely true this is, but I remember I was reading some book about Audrey Hepburn and she like refused. I think she might've gotten a nose job, but I'm pretty sure she like refused to get Botox. And she was like, don't you dare touch a single one of those wrinkles. I've earned every single one. Aww. And I just felt like that was not to get emotional, but I felt like that was just so like kind of pure and like sweet because the reason why we get gray hairs and wrinkles is because we've experienced life and we know more and we understand more things and we're maturing. And I feel like that's a good thing. And I feel like we need to like accept that as, as I literally get Botox every week. But <laughs> I know I haven't gotten Botox yet and I'm 26. I don't have a drop of Botox in my face, but like, I definitely want it. Humble brag. Humble, but I need it. <laughs> I, need, I do though, but I just like it also only lasts for like three months and it's expensive and it's expensive. That's why I like don't because once you start, you can't stop. No, you just got to keep going. And I don't know if I'm ready to invest. Yeah. Then I'm like, why? Maybe I'll just say fuck, fuck the system and just see as long as I can go. Yeah. Just keep going. Earn those wrinkles, baby. Oh, okay. So we wanted to talk about something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a bone to pick with. Um, uh, society so, yeah society America I don't know the world America I don't know I don't know who invented this but an NFT an NFT what the fuck okay so I feel like do you know what that stands for I don't know what an NFT a non-fixable is it? non-fudgeable non-fudgeable non-fungal f-u-n-g-i-b-l-e non-fungible how do you pronounce that? I thought it was non-fudgeable. It's F-U-N-G-I-B-L-E token. A non-fungible token. Which basically means that it's a one-of-a-kind digital asset that belongs to you and you only. It sounds like a fungus. <laughs> it does. Okay. A non-fungus I feel token. Like, okay. So I feel like my whole life, people are like, I'm in the stock market. Like I trade, I trade stocks sometimes. Like I have an investment portfolio. I have a 401k. And like, I, like I have my investments. Like I have a guy I go to. Do I necessarily understand it all? Like the hedge funds? And no, the, anyone could no. tell you to invest in something. You'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> necessarily know what's going on, but I like have it. I feel like this past year, all of a sudden people are only talking about day trading and NFTs. And I'm like, I just don't get it. 
know me neither it can't be real and i only know you know surface level like i know that it can be like artwork music um like videos even tweets i think but i just don't understand like why who, what, where, when, And why, why do we want it? Like, why do we want... This is my thing. Why do we want it? Like, someone is like... So, my sister's boyfriend's really into it. And he's very smart. And she's very smart. And they talk about NFTs. And they, like, watch YouTube videos on all this, like, investment trading. Like, I don't know what. But, like, smart people, right? And they're like, we want to create an NFT. But you have to create, like, a thousand of the same thing. And have them all be slightly different. But I was like, but why do people want this? Right. I don't Who get Who woke it. up one day and was like, I would love to have a picture of, like, a random pony. Like, why? I don't know. People I don't understand. are literally Why selling have- photos of themselves for millions, if not, no, thousands, if not millions of dollars. And like he tried to, because I literally sat him down. And I was like, can you explain to me what an NFT is, why it holds value, like why people want it? And he like tried to break it down. Something about like there being so many of the same thing and some of them are different. And if you get a rare one, it's worth more. But I was like, but why is it worth anything anyways? And he was like trying to explain it. And I... I don't know. I don't think I'm that stupid, but I feel like when it comes to this shit, I don't understand. I guess it's like modern day Picasso or like whatever those like really well-known artists are like owning one of their pieces is like very rare and hard to come by. And when you do have one, it's very valuable. And you know, in time it'll be even more valuable, but like, you know, we have this thing called like Pinterest and Google. You can get images of literally anything that you want on there for free. So why are people spending their entire life savings for a photo of a monkey? But like also when you're getting a Picasso, like, you know, it's from Pablo Picasso. Like right. these are these are unknown artists. There's random drawings. And I know we sound so stupid. Like, Peter, do you get it? No. <laughs> OK, do you understand have, the like, hype? Um, so, yeah, I don't really understand like the just the pictures. But I know, um, at least for some of them, like, you belong to, like, a club, essentially, by owning oh. one. So, like, all, like, those, like, that board Ape, board Ape Club. What? They have, like, exclusive invitations to, like, parties, parties and such. Oh, well, now that I know that there's happened. parties, so I mean, I'm not opposed to A it. digital <laughs> artwork is now a ticket to exclusive events. Yeah, essentially. If you have one. Mm-hmm. And I think like, like a golden with ticket. like artists too, like doing concerts, like a technically like an NFT would be like a VIP ticket because by owning that NFT, you can like meet them or like get backstage or get some kind of memorabilia. I just, like, don't under, but like, I, I understand my, my head hurts because <laughs> I'm, th- but there's also like an aspect of it. That's like this trading aspect of almost what what constitutes having something what something having value like why does it have value and it's like if people say that it has value then it does have value and if it can be traded against something else and it has value but like it's almost so over my head that i'm confused well i understand money can buy anything in this world in this life it truly can like money is power unfortunately but like if you want to meet someone at a concert like why can't you know me throwing 10 10 bands at you be enough why do i have to hold an nft and then you could probably do that too but like it's also like bitcoin and like ethereum like what actually are they i don't know but they have value because people say they have value like it's because so many people are invested in them like they didn't used to have any value but now they do because people are i want to know who invented an nft like who decided and like how did they get you must really have to have a be you know you I don't even know what I'm trying. You must have to be a very influential person to convince people to do this. Yeah. Like who woke up and was like, we're going to make this happen. And other people were like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't understand how this shit starts. Like, I understand why people were like, okay, cool. We're starting Microsoft. Like this could be beneficial, but I don't get maybe in like five years it's gonna make total sense and we're gonna be like, we were so stupid, but I just don't I can get guarantee it. in five years I will not own an NFT. Will I create one of my own? Totally. Probably not. 100%. Probably not. I don't think Absolutely. anyone would buy anything that I sell. Don't don't knock it till you try it. Unless you, you want to buy our merch. I literally have had this beauty blender next to me, all studio. Because all I'm so studio? Also, all recording. Because I feel like every time I record, it's the end of the day, and my face is, like, oily. So I'm, like, blotting while we, while we talk. She has a beauty blender on the table. Yeah. Okay, well, that's enough of <laughs> NFTs. Um, okay, the other day, Mr. Mr. Man and I, okay, we don't argue. Like, we don't actually have oh, fights. Oh, okay. But we, like, bicker. Right. Totally. We bicker. I feel like, okay. 
What? You you disagree? I feel like I've been there for some fights. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, they're not like fights. Like I'm not trying to like call you out or say anything bad about your relationship. They're not like fights where it's like, oh, like we'll never, like we don't talk to each other for the rest of the day or like I'll ignore you or do anything like that. Right. Like they're, they're arguments that blow over very quickly or whatever. Okay. But the other day we were bickering. We were, so we were just like hanging out or whatever. And he was scrolling through Instagram and he swiped on his Insta stories of a friend of someone that he went to. And obviously you're like peeking over his shoulder at his Insta stories to make sure that there's not a girl in like a bikini that pops up. (laughs) Don't say no. (laughs) You know that, right? No. I'm just trying to set the scene for the people. No, no, no. I was not looking at what he was doing. He decided to show me this girl's story. Okay. Because it was like something really cool that she was doing. And he was like, oh, like my friend is here. I don't know where here was. And I was like, oh, like who? Like thinking that I would know who this person is because he said it was his friend. And he says her name. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Like you've never once spoken about her. It's Jessica, wasn't it? It's fucking Jessica. Jessica. Fucking whore. No, it wasn't Jessica. That wasn't her name. I I actually don't remember what her name was. Um, but I was like, oh, like, I don't know who that is. And he was like, oh, like, we went to school together. She's from my hometown. And I was like, okay, well, that's not your friend. Like, she might have been your friend in high school, maybe even college, but she's not your friend now. Like, that's your acquaintance. And he Wait, was so like, so you just start like coming at him. Like, he's <laughs> just like, this is my friend. You're like, that's not your friend. Like, for no okay. reason. Attacking I will- him. I was not attacking him, but for some reason it just triggered me. I was like, how are you going to say that that's your friend when we've been dating for a year and you've never once brought up her name? I've never seen you like converse with, you've never hung out with her in the past year. You've never, and I literally asked him, I was like, when was the last time you saw her? I don't know. When was the last time you talked to her via text or Snapchat or in person? I mean, maybe I he's know. like terrified Years. to give you that information no, at he, this point. But like, okay, so how did he react to this? You telling him that she wasn't his friend? Oh, he got very defensive. He was like, yeah, she is. And I was like, no, she's not. Like, oh my she's gosh. not your friend. Like, imagine like, imagine you talking to someone and being like, oh, here's my friend, like Eddie. And then being like, that's not your friend. But it's not. I'd be like, excuse me. How do you know if that's my friend? She's not though, because <laughs> I don't know when people started loosely labeling people as friends but to me like if I haven't talked to you since high school graduation you're not my friend okay. I hate to break it to you so but you're like genuinely upset because of the it's the because of the principle not because it had anything to do with him being friends with people no, no, he you're has just like mad at the situation. I don't care that he has girlfriends. That's not it. I know what you're thinking. You were upset about the mislabeling. Yes. And I and I know that looking back, it's just not worth it. Because like him and I were very much like, we like to be right. And we don't like to admit when the other person is right. Okay. Actually, him or so me. I'll admit when he's and right. And Michael, the three of you guys. I'll back down quicker than he does. But he like stands his ground. But like he was like, how are you going to tell me who's my friend who's not and i was I mean, like no listen to me if you haven't him. seen if you haven't seen someone in eight years they're not your friend i'm sorry but they're not if she doesn't know i exist you're not friends if i don't know she exists you're not friends like okay. people these days are so quick to label someone a friend but you know we're getting to the age where surface level friends just aren't cutting it anymore. Like, yeah, I don't have time for party friends anymore. I don't have friends who, you know, hit me up just when they need something or want something, or, you know, they see my podcast is taking off. Like, no, I don't care. Save it. Someone from my hometown. You know, I talked to one girl, Allison from my hometown still everyone else. I don't really talk to anymore, which is fine. I've <laughs> moved on grown up. I have my new friends. That's fine. But you know, and and he, let me let me preface this. I know in order I have friends. For example, <laughs> well, I thought you were just saying like I have friends, and I no. was like, oh, we get it, Abby. Like, no. you sound like you totally do. My friend, <laughs> I have a friend Tori. <laughs> okay. She lives in Florida. I haven't okay. seen Tori in a year. Right. Her and I, we don't talk every day. We don't even talk every week. We'll probably talk 
once or twice a month. Okay. So, and I still consider her my a friend, friend because she knows things about my life. I know things about her life. And you like have deep conversations. Yeah. And we don't just have surface level conversations, okay. but so it's not a matter of, you uh, know, how often you see them, how often you see them or how often you talk to them. But in a sense it is because if you haven't seen them in eight years and you haven't talked to them in six years, I'm sorry. You're not friends. Okay. You, you once I, were, but now you're acquaintances. I get where you're coming from. I feel like you're very passionate. I, I like am. that. No, I like it. It's good. I it's am. nice to see a little spark out of you. You get a little fight left. You know what I mean? Oh, it's nice. I have a lot of fight left. Um, I agree with you. I like what you said though about the not the distance. Cause like my, you know, my friend Liv who lives mm-hmm. in London and she's been there since we graduated. And obviously with the pandemic, I haven't seen, I mean, I did actually see her in September. Recently. However, before that it was years since I had seen her, but whenever we talk, we have really good conversations and it's not like, I think the way I differentiate it and like the way that I've noticed sadly enough, how some people are not my friends anymore that I once considered my best friends, which is kind of sad. But I think it's like the content of like what you talk about. Like when me and Liv talk, she could be like, what's up? And I could be like, oh my gosh, just had the worst day. Like this happened again, that happened again. Got into a fight with this person, like feel super bloated. And she's like, oh my gosh, same, whatever. And we'll like FaceTime and talk. Whereas I feel like people that I was best friends with in college that I would consider a friend for years and years and years. Recently, I was like, it hit me when I reach out to them to like check in. It's like, how's it going? Oh, good. I just started a new job. Um, I'm actually going on vacation next week. My boyfriend, um, he's actually just moved apartment buildings. And it's like, they won't actually tell you what's like on their mind. They're just telling you facts. Like, Oh, I facts that you I could probably a, see on Instagram. Yes, like I started a new job. I just got promoted. Um, I'm, you know, I'm moving across the country. I just colored my hair. Versus, like, hey, I feel like this, or I'm feeling really sad today, or I felt anxious last night. Like, I feel like when I have convert, like you or Caitlin or Janine, or any of our friends that we talk to, I feel like I tell them how I'm feeling, and I feel like that's how you can tell when someone's actually like in your life, right? And you know, some people are more prone to open up than others. And, and I don't think that, you know, if you have a friend who's a little bit more private than your other friends, that doesn't mean she's not your friend, but it just really bothered me that, you know, I just feel like people these days are so quick. You know, if one of their friends stabs you in the back, like, are you really that surprised? Like if you were to really, you know, look back fucking Jessica, if you, you know, Jessica sleeps with your boyfriend, like, all right, well, did Jessica leave you at the bar last weekend? Like, did Jessica, you know, does she not answer your texts when you need her? I hate that. Did Jessica forget your birthday? Like, what are all the clues that like, she's actually a shitty friend? Yes. Is there a pattern? No, you're so right about that. That's the number one thing. Like, when you need someone to be there for you. And that's what I always say. If I called the people in my life at two in the morning, extremely distraught, like who would be there for me? And I know that there's girls over the years that I knew for a fact, I was like, oh, if I called her, she wouldn't come, but she's still my friend. She's fun. But it's like, no, that's not your friend. There's a real person that wants to be in your life would drop what they're doing to be there for you if you needed them. And if they don't, then there's a reason for it. And I love that you said about the classic, like, they leave you at the party because mm-hmm. they'd rather, you know, go hang out with the guy that they like, or they'll never do what you want to do. They'll do what they want to do. It's like all those like telltale red flags of like a shitty friend. Yeah. Like if you get into a fight with your boyfriend and you want to leave the party and your friend's not coming with you, she's not your friend. Yes. She's not. A real friend would fucking leave and go fucking eat ice cream with you and bitch about your boyfriend. Just That's like, a real friend. Just like if you're in a bad mood at a party and you're feeling super insecure and you're having a nervous bra- breakdown and you want to go home and your boyfriend doesn't come with you that is also a, a red shitty, flag, boyfriend. shitty boyfriend that is a red flag. similar traits i do have a question though what okay so obviously we're this whole thing was about the friend part however mm-hmm. i can't help but but notice and wonder like if that girl if you if, if you had said that Mm-hmm. and mystery man was like yeah no no we are friends we talk all the time and like pulls up all of his texts with her and like dms and snapshots like would that have made you feel better or like <laughs> um <clears throat> like is this, is this whole thing really just about the like how often you keep in touch like would you have been like oh great now that we verified that i'll move i think on. in the moment it honestly would have made me feel better i'm like oh okay you talked to her two weeks oh, ago bullshit but then i would have been like <laughs> wait, wait a, a damn minute <laughs> Wait a damn minute. Jessica, Why don't I know that Jessica, this bitch exists? We've, Jessica, we've been here before. Come on. Um, Classic. Okay. Yeah, there's always a little psycho deep down. But do you think that 
Sorry, what you gonna say? No, I just think that you know, if if there's a girl in my in my boyfriend's life, I want to know about. You want to know about it? Okay, I want to know who she is. I think that's fair. But it's the same with the same gender. Like, if he had a friend, if that picture that he showed me was from a guy, and he was like, "I haven't seen him since high school graduation," I'm like, "I'm sorry, he's not your friend." Okay, dude. I get it. Um, do you think that? If you're in a long-term relationship, you can be have best friends of the opposite gender. No, one person always wants to fuck the other. So There's you always th- one person. Well, not even if it's not even like that. Like, do you think it's always like that? <laughs> it has to. The way the way that humans are, no. You don't think so? No. Okay. Because I, I know that's like such a debate. I know that there's always, you know, so many girls who write into us and they're like, I have been dating this guy for a while. I, you know, we're everything's perfect. Like he's awesome. We get along so well, whatever. He has like a best girlfriend and she was like, I don't know, you know, do I get jealous? Do I feel like, like how should I feel? Like, do I have the right to be upset that, but also it's like, am I going to be that new girl that comes in and starts dating this guy and is like, no, you can't have any girlfriends. It's like kind of like a tough. Well, the dynamic changes. I'll say I, when I first moved to Boston, um, I met this great group of guys. There's four guys. And when I first met them, they were all single. And at the time I was like kind of single, kind of not, I don't know. It was a sticky situation, <laughs> but regardless, I didn't want to sleep with any of them. Like they were generally my friends. Like we went skiing together, the whole thing. Like, yeah, you guys still, were just like best friends. Yeah. We were best friends with me and my roommates. No one has ever slept with anyone and never will. Um, <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. Um, but you know, slowly as time went on, cause I moved to Boston in 2018 and I'm still friends with them to this day. They came to your surprise party. They did. Yes. Cute. Um, three out of four of them now have girlfriends. Okay. And the only time that I see them is when their girlfriends are around. Okay. Most of the time. Um, one of them, like one of them doesn't live here, so she's not usually here, but he's, I usually don't see him unless he's with her or unless I'm with like all of them and their girlfriends. So the whole dynamic changes and I'm happy when they bring their girlfriends around. I'm like, let me adopt you. Let me bring you into the group. Like, right. That's fine. Okay. I feel like it makes it better if they're also dating someone. Yeah. I think where it gets complicated is, um, I am best friends with Jake. Mm-hmm. from state farm <laughs> and we've been best friends for years since college i actually have a guy from very much like this um we've been best friends for years like since college in it together nothing's ever happened between us no kiss nothing just best friends and i know you're like oh, he wanted it. whatever but he probably would if he okay, if okay he but him. like nothing <laughs> nothing ever like no no creepy vibes never pulled a move we're best friends we talk facetime every day talk on the phone he knows everything about me i start dating someone first it's fine you know, six months in, you know, what do you do? And, and by the way, Jake doesn't have a girlfriend. So he's still like, okay, Shannon's my best friend. Like we're going to hang out every single day, just like we used to. Now he's mad. Cause he's like, what the hell? So you get a boyfriend and you stop talking to me. I feel like right. it gets so complicated. It does. I think that for people going through this, cause it is, it is awkward when you get into a relationship, you don't want to be like that shitty person. That's like, all right, I'm going to cut my friend that's been there for me through thick and thin, unless you have ulterior motives, in which case, obviously like we've all been there and deal with your shit. But if it is genuine and you're like, there's no weird ulterior motive here. I think that you either have to, like you said, the dynamic will just change. And maybe you do kind of drift, drift apart, which does get really sad. Or you find a way to like make sure that your significant other feels so comfortable with them. And like you make sure that they become close yeah. if possible. I think if they've, if they are actually your real friend, they will have met your significant other and you will have met their significant other. And like, you can like almost double date and like hang out all together. Like it shouldn't be weird to bring your significant other around them. Because if you're actually friends, like one, there's no sexual tension, so it doesn't matter. And two, um, like they want to meet your significant other and you want to bring them around your new friends or you want to bring your new significant other around your friends. Michael was so smart because when we started dating, um, he knew that I had a group of guy friends from high school He'd be that I was them. so close with. Like they were my, be- like I hung out with them every day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like instead of him trying to be like, jealous and like get weird about it and be like, I don't want you hanging out with like Brennan and Garrett anymore. 
he like instantly, it was like, so like within a few months of us dating mm-hmm. was like reaching out to like, we'd go to parties and they'd be there. And instead of him being kind of like possessive of me and like, no, like she's my girlfriend. He like put such an effort in to make them like his best friends. And he started texting them without me there. And like they, he'd start asking them to hang out and he'd invite them on like ski trips with his high school friends. Oh, wow. And they became best friends. And to this day, like he's actually closer with them now than I even am. <laughs> but I was like, what an evil genius. Cause he right. knew, he knew how guys are. And he's like, if I like boys are for the boys, right? So he's like, if I can make these guys my boys, they will never cross me. Not only will they never try to pull a move on Shannon, but they would tell me if Shannon ever did something sketchy. Ah. So he's like, there we go. Bada bing, bada boom. Do you think guys are really that smart? Or do you think he really just wanted to be their friend? No, he told me years later. That's why he did it. He was like, I didn't really know you. He's like, I knew I really liked you. I knew you had these guy friends that I didn't know like what the dynamic was, but he was like, you were so close with them. He's like, I knew I had to befriend them. Ah. He's like, not because I didn't trust you or didn't trust them. He's like, I just knew that it would make everyone's life so much easier. And it did. So there you go. The more you know. I underestimated Michael. And if you're a girl, then... I mean, you can try to do that, but we're all just too petty. So you might as well give up and just be an evil, jealous girlfriend like the rest of us. Because <gasps> even if you befriend the girl, you're never going to trust her. It's just the way we roll. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> you can never trust someone too much. No. I think you should be more reserved when it comes to trust. If you, if like, I feel like if you're starting to date a guy and he's like the, his best girlfriend, and she's like trying too hard. That's weird. I feel like there's a reason for that. Like if she's trying to get you to trust her like too much, it's right. almost like, well, what are you up to? Like you want me to feel so comfortable and you're overcompensating and why? That is all I will say mm. from personal experience. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we have this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode with your girls. It's good to be back. Um, we're going to be back for the next <laughs> couple weeks oh my gosh okay thank you guys for listening (laughs) i can't even say it now i'm in my head well i'm just this is the second week in a row since i've been sick i know and it's good to have you i'm just waiting for something bad to happen you're like a little ball of sunshine don't say that baddies we love you get after it this week every single monday new episode of drinks after work we love you cheers cheers